Jordan Bennington's like a ticking time bomb every time he steps between the pipes for the Blues. Can the Wild set him off? We'll discuss on today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked On Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's pregame preview edition of Locked On Wild, we will preview tonight's game against St. Louis. Talking about Jordan Bennington and his lack of saves recently and what the Wild need to do to come away with a win. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and the Blues are on tap tonight as the Wild finish off a mini three-game road trip. An interesting week for Minnesota, too, because you had the game against Arizona on Sunday, a game in which the Wild, I think, probably frustrated that one slipped away, but not for the reason that uh, many of the games recently have been decided. It was a game that the Wild did get four goals and just could not get the goaltending to come away with the win. They had a 4-2 lead, and uh, Arizona just kept chipping away. And a lot has happened since. So the Wild play tonight, then they're off again until Saturday and Sunday. So a uh, light week. But for the Wild, that comes at a really good time because Dean Evason mentioning that um, while Marcus Foligno will be out, and the hope is that he'll be able to return to the lineup come the weekend, would not rule Jonas Brodeen out officially for tonight's game against the Blues. I would imagine we'll get a further update, but what a return and a welcome one that would be if Brodeen is able to return to the lineup and help provide a little bit more depth to that defense behind the pairing of uh, Jared Spurgeon and Jake Middleton. You put him in as that second-line pairing with maybe Matt Dumba or maybe you you roll the dice and you have John Klingberg in that pairing. Um, Either way, whichever way the Wild would look to go, having Brodeen as that second-line defenseman to carry that grouping would be massive for this team because even with the Wild winning, with Brodeen out of the lineup. You just you can tell the absence is there. You can tell his absence on the ice is, is very much felt. So getting him back and getting him back pretty close to fully healthy would be great for this team as uh, the teams in front of them and the teams directly behind them continue to uh, continue to hover right around 500. So there's potential that Brodeen will be back for uh, tonight's game against St. Louis. 
with Marcus Foligno not playing tonight, it sounds like Sammy Walker will play um, in Sam Steele's spot on the top line, and then Sam Steele will be moved down to the third line to take Felino's spot. And you may be asking, what's the reason for simply kind of plugging s- single spots in the lineup as opposed to just shuffling things entirely? Well, as we saw now with Matt Boldy having had uh, a couple of goals over the last few games, um, with Marcus Johansson also getting a goal, Jewel Eriksson-Eck also having a goal, that second line's got some pretty good chemistry together. And so I can understand the reasoning to keep that line intact to try to further help Matt Boldy continue to push the scoring up to where uh, he hopes and the team hopes that he can get it. So now that that's working, I'm, I'm fine with not touching it because some of the other combinations in the lineup that have shown to work, Matt Zuccarello and Ryan Hartman, although Hartman did have a couple of penalties in the game against Arizona. But honestly, I'll say one of them probably was. The other I don't think was at all. But we're seeing some chemistry with Hartman and Zuccarello again, and so you're trying to just kind of insert a piece to try to help keep those other two going. Um, Sunquist and Goudreau have had some good chemistry since those two were put together on a line. And so, again, adding a piece, trying to keep most of the line um, intact, trying to keep most of that chemistry together, And then the fourth line had arguably one of their best games of the season. So you're not going to touch that. And so it is a situation where you're just trying to put pieces into spots to fill um, while keeping the rest of those lines intact. And if it is only a one-game absence for Foligno, then that's something where you can probably go back to having Foligno on that third line and Sam Steele up at the top. I think Steele has been fine in short doses at positions. Let's think back to when he was on the top line for uh, for Ryan Hartman. Was fine for a handful of games, and then production started to tail off after that. So in short doses, I think he is fine kind of helping a line go, but... If you put him there in an extended period of time, that's where some of the trouble starts to set in. So some line uh, juggling here. I would imagine later today we will get a full update on Jonas Brodeen amongst the others that uh, are trying to work their way into the lineup as well. For St. Louis, they have had an interesting run recently because turns out Jordan Bennington's having a little bit of a volatile season. So we'll talk about how things have gone over the last five games for the St. Louis Blues as we continue to preview tonight's game uh, between the Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues. We will continue that after this here on Locked on Wild. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by the official sports betting partner of Locked on, FanDuel Sportsbook. We're down to the final push for the NBA and the NHL season. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, 
America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to who hits the threes, who makes the saves, and who scores the goals. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Locked On. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want to deal with all the fat and calories? Well, then you have to give Built Bar a try. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, you heard me right. 100% real chocolate. They also come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I don't know how Built Bar continues to do it, but these bars are amazingly healthy. Only 130 calories each, plus 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Best of all, you no longer need to wait for Built Bar to arrive on your doorstep. You can swing over to your local Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box today. If you don't have a Walmart or Sam's Club nearby, you can always head to Built.com, order yourself an amazing box of Built Bars, and then anxiously await them to arrive at your door. Whichever way you choose, make sure you choose Built Bar today. Continuing today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast. We're getting down to the stretch run, and you can stay up to date with all of the big news throughout the NHL, the biggest games, all that and more on Locked on NHL, which is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, let's dive into the last five games for both teams. We'll start with the St. Louis Blues, who are 2-3 and three in their last five games. They've scored 16 goals, so goal scoring not, not as much of a problem. It's goals given up. They've given up 19 goals in their last five games. Power play operating at 12.5%. Penalty kill is at 78.6. By comparison, your Minnesota Wild are 3-0-2, 16 goals for, so identical number for the Wild and the Blues over the last five games. But the Wild have given up 10 fewer goals, just 1.8 per game. Penalty uh, power play actually at the same percentage and just slightly better penalty kill than the Blues uh, currently at um, 80%. Although starting to starting to take on a little bit of water, but I don't think that's any coincidence that we've seen the penalty kill be leaky with the Wild having had a couple of games in which they took a high amount of penalties. Pretty simple. Stay out of the box. Penalty kill doesn't get overly tested. You're in good shape. Um, and it's interesting too, because on the wild side of things, even though the power play didn't have a ton of success against Arizona, I think that was one of the better 
showings that they've had in terms of moving the puck around. You've got uh, Jewel Erickson Eck becoming kind of that behind-the-net guy. He had a couple of instances on Vimelka in which he tried to simply step up and jam one past. Um, and it just it, it seemed like late in that game, the power play opportunities that the Wild had, they generated good looks. And so there is something to be said about a power play that doesn't score but still does what it's supposed to do, gets shots on the net, and uh, and gets some good looks. Just can't score. That's one thing. But if the power play just has the inability to do really anything, well, then that's an entirely different story. And, you know, just some more kind of wrap-up from that Arizona game. You look at least at the statistics, and uh, the Coyotes had only 1.3 expected goals. Four, they end up scoring five goals. So just a kind of a rare off night for Philip Gustafson. There were a couple of defensive breakdowns too, so it's kind of that perfect storm. But you've got a goalie starting in Marc-Andre Fleury who has been playing real good hockey over his last five starts. He's got, uh, I think, a 1.42 goals against average. And so it's it's just such a bonus for this team, it seems like, that when one of the goalies has an off night, you bounce back with somebody who's playing some of their best hockey of the season. And so Flurry will get a chance for a little revenge um, against the St. Louis Blues here uh, in this game tonight. Jordan Bennington, on the other hand, well, his numbers are something else. Uh, in his last four starts, which all have come in the month of March, one and three, a 3.78 goals against average, his save percentage is 883. It is something that Tomas Grice has started twice here in the month of March and has infinitely better numbers with a 2.51 goals against average, a 9.22 save percentage. But Bennington has allowed 15 goals in his last four starts. And so a goalie that loves to trash talk, he loves to mix it up, and really seems to get in his own head if things aren't going well early. So we've seen the Wild have better success at scoring early, it seems like they offensively have started to figure things out in the non-Karil Kaprizov portion of the schedule. So it, it seems like the offense has started to adjust to what they need to do in order to, uh, to come away with goals. Got nine goals, and yes, I know it was against the Sharks and the Coyotes, but... I, I'm telling you, just ask some of the teams that have had to go toe to toe with Arizona recently what that has what that experience has been like. Colorado barely survived in overtime. They had to overcome a late deficit to tie that game and to uh, win it in overtime. Um, it's it's not the same Arizona team that it used to be, um, and so. For the Wild to have nine goals in those last two games is is a positive sign. And if they can keep that rolling against a Blues team that 
is spiraling again. It's a good opportunity for them to get on track, and it's a good opportunity for them to take advantage of Winnipeg losing, of the Dallas Stars losing. So even with that hiccup against the Coyotes, the Wild got a point. Nobody else in the Central really did much to gain ground. Colorado still has those two games in hand, but even if they win both of those games, they're tied with the Wild in the standings. So they really didn't do anything themselves to make the most of those games that they had in hand. And now the Winnipeg Jets dangerously close to falling out because Nashville suddenly has put things together. So try to figure out this Western Conference playoff picture. Um, A couple of the teams that sold all of a sudden now fully in the chase. I don't know. It's it's hard to say, but it is a winnable game tonight for the Wild. And uh, I look for Matt Boldy to continue the role that he's been on. And so we'll uh, we'll see how things play out here tonight. And we will have you covered after the game with our usual Lockdown Wild postcast. So make sure you tune in for that here this evening as we keep you up to date with all things Minnesota Wild as part of our Lockdown Wild content. You can find full episodes all week long on all of your favorite podcast platforms and on YouTube. You can also find pre- and post-game content at both of those spots as well. So make sure you follow along, hit subscribe, and follow us as we keep you up to date with all things Minnesota Wild throughout the week. New episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.